Hello, everybody, everybody, hello. Yo, the song that you're listening to is, I mean, if you don't know, now you know. It's uh, Outkast, Fresh and So Clean. Uh, it's a dope-ass track. We playing this song because, listen to the episode. <laughs> Kev, take yeah, So this is So Fresh, So Clean by Outkast. This song was featured, was it the opening? The yeah. first episode of... Season one of uh, Netflix's Iron Fist, mm-hmm. and on today's episode, uh, we Pat went over his review on uh, Iron Fist. We went briefly over the leather special of Amy Schumer on Netflix. Um, Pat went over the description of the Death Note trailer, and we ended with what we expect to see in the film Life. Enjoy. Yellow seven eyes of billions on display. My nigga Bongo hooked it up. Oh my god, dip my rim today so they can ride out to the hundred cone. Hide out. I'ma show you how to wild out like Jack Tripper. Let me be Bambino on your slippers. YKK on your zipper. Lick you like a lizard when I'm slipping. Hello, everybody. Everybody, hello. And welcome to We Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies. TV and the entertainment in between. I am one of your co-hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing? Getting ready for that uh transition into springtime. It's getting hotter. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I don't even know why today I decided to wear long No, I know why. Cause I gotta do laundry. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt and I just rolled up the sleeves and it's fucking hot. <laughs> it is really freaking hot. All right, so it uh, looks like um, one of the biggest uh, topics as far as entertainment-wise, like mm-hmm. television, um, this week has been about Iron Fist. Yeah, that's that's the negatives. Neg- Netflix was just bombed yes. with all these uh, negative criticisms about Iron Fist. I um, haven't even checked out, uh, like, where's the, the standing on IMB for Iron Fist, but um, I watched it. Uh, when I watched, I watched all of it. Uh, it took me like three days to watch it. Um, for the most part, uh, it had a five star rating. Did it? Yeah. When really? I saw when I saw the rating system on, I think it was Saturday. It was at a five star rating. But uh, <laughs> I don't know where that where's it at now, man. All right. So, but it, so what do you think of the character? Do you think he was the right choice? Let's just go off of the whole thing. Apparently, I didn't know that there was already hate from for Iron Fist from Jump. Like he came into the he came into the gate already being hated, Iron Fist because uh, he is uh, appropriation appropriation. That's what he justified. I think he came out in the seventies. Iron Fist came out in the seventies, and um, back then, you know, minorities didn't have a voice as strong as we do now. You know what I mean? So. The whole thing about a white guy who goes to, uh, who's on a trip with his family, his family dies, and then he gets trained by monks and he becomes an Iron Fist, the 66th Iron Fist. And uh, apparently uh, he comes to the States, which he was not supposed to do because he's supposed to guard this monk temple or whatever, or this city in the sky or whatever. And, um, you know, usually you would think that, okay, this dude who is supposed to come from Japan or China, from Asian culture, and um, from the Orient, if you will. He was supposed to, uh, you know, you would think that he'll be Asian, but Iron Fist has never been Asian. Previous Iron Fist have been Asian, though, because there were 66 of them. So that means 65 of them have been Asian because, um, let's just say, they haven't been... He wasn't. His story was an anomaly. The fact that he... Uh, you know his parents died or whatever. But but the but that version of Iron Fist, the one where his parents died, he was white or yeah, was he was white. He okay. was a white guy. But that's just the backstory. So when 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 Netflix and uh, Marvel said that they were going to come out with an Iron Fist, this whole time they were saying like, um, they were like, oh, like people were saying like, oh, you know what? How about you make him Asian? How about you make him Asian? A lot of people were saying this. But Doctor Strange is white. And he went to Asia to study 
yeah, magic but, and stuff. But he didn't really go to Asia, though. And he the monk that told the Swinton was supposed to play was supposed to be an Asian guy. He's supposed to be an Asian guy. And it's an Irish woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see, I mean, they're just trying to change things up. But I think what happened was that, um, <laughs> you, you know, it's uh, it's that whole thing about, like, you know how when uh, white people say the whole thing about, uh, oh, I, oh, I, I'm not racist. I I have uh, black friends, you know. I think what happened here is the same shit, but it's just like on the shoes on the other foot kind of thing. Because Iron Fist has always been white, but now they're like, oh, let's change him to to Asian now. Says, Why would you want to change him to Asian? Now it's like we're on the opposite end of the whole spectrum because it's like he was white before, now we want to change him to Asian. Like, oh, let's do it to everybody because we need more more diversity kind of shit. So you're like, oh, okay. Now now I know how it feels to be on the opposite end of that because I've never ha- actually had a situation that uh, is like, oh, well, um, shoot. Well, I've never been called racist before because, you know, I'm like, I'm not that racist. Well, I mean, everybody got a little bit of uh, racism in them. But I felt like this is what happened when the whole thing about Iron Fist came out because people were like, well, we can't have too many white people on our team. But the fact, so it was already going to have hate. Iron Fist was automatically going to have hate off rip. But I just felt that uh, it was like, oh, man. I said it in a previous podcast. What? Uh, maybe I didn't. Yeah, did I? Fuck it. Let me just explain it again. What I felt like, what happened is that it was like, say that you're on a platform, right? And this platform is going 15 miles an hour. And you have to jump off this platform and you have to match the speed of the platform just so you won't hurt yourself. I think Iron Fist was on a platform and it was going 75 miles an hour. And it had to jump off and catch speed just so it wouldn't have to bust his ass. And it just didn't do it. Iron Fist was just... um, it was a trash show from from jump and this goes back to what we did what we said last week when we're like what's the rewatch value of uh some of these shows to be honest out of all the marvel tv shows the only rewatch show that i could watch from marvel is daredevil that's the only one i can't watch jessica jones again uh i can't watch luke cage again i can't watch uh agents of shield again I can't watch that show uh, you know, there's a lot of shows that it's like, to me, I just can't watch again. I can only watch Daredevil. And the only reason I, th- I, s- I think that I can watch Daredevil again is just because the premise of Daredevil and the premise of uh, a lot of things, it's like, well, I mean, he had, he was, he, he was, he had a disability, but the whole thing is just that, um, there was no controversy around Daredevil. You know what I mean? There was no controversy around Daredevil. There was no like, oh, let him be uh, a black guy. There was nothing like that. Jessica Jones had the whole thing about the feminist thing, even though if they would have just played it as just a regular TV show and there would have been all this hype about, oh, it's a feminist lead, it's this and that, it would have been like, yo, I would have liked it more than I did now because now I'm like, okay, it's like I'm kind of like forced to like it because cause me personally, I don't like to be manipulated into liking something. And that's what I felt that Jessica Jones did to me. And Luke Cage, that's what I felt that it did to me, too. Because it's like, yo, it's pro-black, it's all this. Maybe I shouldn't have listened to or read all those articles that were saying, yo, it's pro-black and all that. If I would have just watched the show, I would have really been into it. Because I could have, re- I, I related to Luke Cage a lot. Shoot, I mean, even Iron Fist, I was telling you before the podcast that I related to it. Because the fact that when it started off, it started off with... Uh, Fresh is so clean by Outcast. That was the first song that you heard. That was the first song that you heard on the track, and I'm like, "Yo, that's fucking dope." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." The second song that you heard was Lucia by uh, Camp Low, and I'm like, "Yo, who knows Camp Low? Nobody, nobody really likes Camp Low." But that was the second song that you heard, and I'm like, "Dude, this right here, I'm like, this is basically what they're doing. They're taking up." From uh, what you call it, they're they're playing songs that um, I thought I probably was gonna hear in like Luke Cage, but Luke Cage soundtrack was dope as hell. But 
this right here basically just like man i if i wasn't a fan of marvel before i was a fan of marvel when when the first episode the first 15 minutes of uh, of uh, iron fist when they start doing that and i was like yo this is dope as hell and then um the fight scene started happening and uh it just fell off man so it was because of the fight scenes the fight scenes um the coolest character in the whole TV show in um in Iron Fist was they had a villain. They had a villain who uh yo his intro. I don't know if you want me to spoil it for you. Go ahead. You don't give a fuck. Spoiler alert. There was a villain in the TV show. There the three the, yo the only cool people in the whole TV sh- uh series were three people and they're all Asian. To me, <laughs> they're all Asian. There was the one dude who had to guard the hands uh Base and he did a like drunken master style, whatever. He did the drunken style of martial arts, dope ass character. There was another character who um, his intro was amazing and the love interest of Iron Fist. The drunken master style, well, um, obviously he did that, but he was like, yo, know, he he was like a sloth, but he kick your ass kind of thing, like that. The dude who uh, his uh, who had who was a martial artist who was also a villain. Um, his intro was that he was singing. He was at a karaoke bar, and I think he was singing "Take on Me." <laughs> and it goes into a wide shot, and you just see nothing but dead bodies, like dead uh, yakuza all around him. And he's at a he's at a, a, a karaoke bar, and all he has he takes out a sword out of somebody's chest, and then he's over here singing towards somebody who's like they're still alive, and he's over here saying. Take off. And he's over here trying to give the guy the mic to finish up. And I'm like, yo, that is the dopest intro I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, yo, this guy is cool. Actually, that same guy, he wanted to play Iron Fist. He he went for the role as Iron Fist before he got taken in as uh, the villain. As a villain. If he would have played Iron Fist, it would have been cool. But this the show just fell apart. Oh, and let me say something about the the female, uh, what you call it? The, the love interest. The love interest. I liked her character from beginning, right? She looks good. She's good. All right. Rosario Dawson, you know, you always doing good. But this girl looked good from beginning. I like her whole little, uh, she was a tough girl act. And then later on in the show, uh, she just lost that whole little, I'm a tough girl thing. And then she just started getting real sentimental. And I was like, what happened? What happened to this tough girl who can kick ass? Now she's a sensitive girl who can kick ass. Which I understand. It was character growth. She was really um, closed off in the beginning. But then she started feeling, uh, you know, having feelings for Iron Fist or wherever it ran. And now we're basically seeing how she really is. She's supposed to be vulnerable. I just didn't like it. <laughs> I just didn't like her. Her character, because Rand was already the vulnerable. He was already the vulnerable person on the spectrum. Why couldn't she just be stay tough? You know what I mean? They didn't have to make her vulnerable with him kind of thing. And I just didn't like that that aspect of it. The fight scenes, he you can see from the first fight that he didn't have any martial arts training at all. Um, some of the fight scenes, you can see that it was... It was rehearsed, and he was waiting for punches, which was like, come on, man. You don't – and Daredevil, you, you never see this dude wait for punches. Daredevil, you just see, like, the fight scenes were so were so well choreographed that it seemed like by the time he was already punching one dude, another dude was coming, and it seemed like, oh, he had to think – he had to think on his feet. In this, in this uh, TV series, it seemed like everything was choreographed. And it's, it felt like an 80s action movies, uh, a bad one, a bad one. I'm talking about a uh, American Ninja bad, an American Ninja three bad. If you've ever seen American Ninja three, you know what I'm talking about. And I really felt that uh, I didn't have high hopes for this show because of the because because of the Internet didn't have high hopes for it. But um, I did. <clears throat> I'm uh, I'm looking at the all the criticisms um, for are a race this. base. 
It's yeah, it's really just race based. It's basically like <clears throat> so all these race all these like ultra sensitive like progressive people that are saying like oh you know this would have been the perfect opportunity for Netflix to hire someone of uh, why are know. they that's another thing I don't understand why they're saying it's Netflix you know Netflix is just the they're just the platform for right them. exactly um, I don't I don't get that but, but these are people that don't understand how all of that works. But their criticism is like, why did they, you know, go with the typical white guy? Like, we've seen this too many times. They should have gone for like a minority, like you said earlier, uh, to play the role. And then all of a sudden, all these uh, like publications and uh, like uh, newspapers and things started going along with it. Mm -hmm. So then it just became a tidal wave of the same criticism. That's what happened. But it's not really a criticism, though. It's just like. So oh, you guys should have done that. But okay, but how was the show? Because you know? what happened, yo, because I was uh, talking to someone yesterday, and this is the same thing with uh, Jessica Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, it's you're making it, you're making this thing a platform for something that is really not. Jessica Jones is a fictitious character about what you call it, and it's supposed to be a film noir, which it really wasn't, but. Yo, the whole, I think what happened is just that when Jessica Jones came out, I watched every episode and I was into it. But the thing that made it like, that made it like, what the fuck am I really watching? Is that when everybody starts saying all this stuff about, oh, it is a power, it is a statement about women and all this other stuff and how misogynist the world is and stuff. And I was like, really? Because all I just saw is a, a girl who's a superhero, and she's over here kicking ass. And this is one dude who, what you call it, who uh, who she's trying to get away from because she doesn't want to go back to that uh, the old past or something like that. That's what I saw from it. Yeah. But people saw different things from it. It's the same thing with Logan. Lo- Lo- Logan, uh, uh, I forgot his name of this chick, but a comic book girl who's on YouTube. And I was listening to her ran about Logan, and she didn't like it. Because it was really, uh, it was a machismo movie. Right. I thought it was just, a, I thought it was a cool movie. But, you know, there were certain nuances that I didn't get. Because, you know, she got a different spectrum from it. And she was saying that uh, uh, it, it was like, she didn't see, she didn't like the ending of the movie. Because he never really changed. He never turned into the father figure that uh, he was supposed to be. Like, he never really wanted to protect her. Or anything like that. Yeah. But if you go back to the other video that we saw that the dude said that, yo, Logan has really lived over like, what, 300 years? He saw a lot of his friends die and everything like that. He is tired. Yeah, you can't he, just switch over to daddy. But then th- once again, these are people who have no idea of, of the content mm-hmm. that are but critiquing. She does have the co- She had, because she had the comic book girl, she had this whole thing about, she was saying that, uh, she got into comic books because of X Men, because she thought that she was one of those. Because you know the, you know the the, the thing that usually people who are in the X Men, if if because she basically said every every time uh, I talk to somebody who's in the X Men, they're always, they're always those arty types, the artistic, the black sheep of the family. Uh-huh. Not only the black sheep of the family, probably the black sheep of the school, black sheep of the of the city, neighborhood, and everything. You know, they they feel like. Oh, I like X Men because you know it's about um about outcasts about outcasts all getting together and you know showing off their skills. There there are certain traits that they do that um that they feel that this is what they are and this is what this is the gift that they have for the world, which I totally understand because you know I feel everybody feels that way. Everybody feels that you know they have a certain uh, set of skills. Like Liam Neeson said that uh people might find that is uh might alienate other people, might alienate them kind of thing. And I felt that. But she felt that uh, Wolverine should have taken that father role. But as a guy, listening to that, I'm like, well, he's not really that thing's father. You know what I mean? It was a clone of him. Um, those other kids were clones of other mutants. Yeah. The way that he went about it is it's, it's like you're throwing somebody... He's a fighter. He's a fighter, right? You're throwing a fighter into... You're throwing an animal into, like, 
a bull into a bull uh, into a, a china shop, and you tell him this bull, yo, do not break anything. He's gonna break something because the only way that he knows how to react is to what you call it, is to you know to run amok. Wolverine, that's the only thing he knows how to do. He says he's good at he's the best at what he does, and what he does, it he hurts people. That's the only thing he could do. And I like the fact that uh, what you call it. Uh, I forgot her name, Agent uh, 66. I, I forgot the little girl's name, but whatever. But no, but going back to Iron Fist. Oh, yeah, um, go ahead. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are critiquing about how Netflix is whitewashing the comic book. But the main character is white in the comic how book. How could so it like, whitewash the comic book when the... Co- yo, the... But once again, this is going back to what I'm saying is that you have people that don't know the content... They just see a white face and they say, oh, you know, that's messed up. Let's, you know, let's throw in some minorities in there. It just now, uh if you look at what the audiences are saying, the audience actually likes it. The audiences were the ones actually gave it that five star review on Netflix. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that gave it the positive review. So it's like, I guess it's kind of like Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. But I was also thinking Suicide Squad, where it's like, oh, the audiences liked it, but the critics hated it type of thing. They never watched it. The critics never watched it. So, I gotta. I, I just gotta see it for myself. The only thing I will say, and mm-hmm. I I actually knew about Iron Fist ever since I was a kid, because mm-hmm. um, I did read a couple of his comic books. I was never really a big fan of him. Yo, he's the most hated superhero, dude. Uh, Marvel superhero. He punches really hard. That's it. That's his superpower. But you're making a show out of a guy that punches really but, hard. But because I looked into it, because I'm like. Cause in the middle of the season, I'm like, yo, cause he does he only have one hand that he could do it to? I'm like, cause that sucks. That really sucks. If cause if you just chop off his one hand, he's done. But he's supposed to be the human weapon, right? And apparently, he can manifest that into like any extremity, any body part that he wants. Like he can put it into both hands. He can put it to his feet. He can put it to his head. But that fist that uh, he's able to generate the power in, he has the power. To, he has knocked out Thor before. He has uh, knocked out a lot of people who were like, oh, man, I can't believe he's done it. He has uh, bit um, Captain America shield, shit like that. So he's done a lot of things with it. I'm like, oh, okay, so this is what makes him supernatural kind of thing. And on top of that, his chi, he's able to heal himself and all that. I'm like, okay, I get it. But, yo, I just felt that Iron Fist is like you, you just dropped into fire, man. You just dropped right into fire because this whole thing about Ghost in the Shell, uh, Death Note, which that uh, that's the topic, uh, all these different things about like Hollywood whitewashing everything, um, even um, Power Rangers. Is there an Asian person in Power Rangers? Yeah, the Black Rangers Asian. Yeah, he's he's Asian because they didn't want to. <laughs> that's fun, but <laughs> they they didn't want to what you call it mix things up. But uh, all the the whole thing about that. It's like, Iron, and they said, oh, yeah, we're going to do this Iron Fist. And the whole culture of the internet is like, oh, so you're not going to make him? Why is this guy named Iron Fist? And he's supposed to be uh, some martial artist and he's white. Nobody cares about the backstory. Just like people say, again, man, people just want to be outraged. And people got outraged even not even knowing the history of Iron Fist. He's a 66 Iron Fist. There have been 65 other Iron Fists who have been... Uh, Asian, this is the first white guy, and it's like, you know what? Iron Fist is though Obama of uh, comic oh, books. Jesus. <laughs> Iron Fist is the Obama of comic books because uh, it been nothing but a bunch of uh, white presidents. Then we get a black one, and then everything you do is bad, man. You're terrible. <laughs> That's what it is. All right. So tell us what you think about Iron Fist. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know and be honest with it. I know a lot of people say it was trash, but I really feel like there's a lot of people who are just jumping on the bandwagon. Exactly. And a lot of people who are reading articles and just reposting articles about the show, not knowing what Iron Fist is about. Um, next up, we have another special that was on Netflix, mm-hmm. Amy Schumer's The Leather Special, mm-hmm. which... Has only one star on Netflix. No. Yeah, it has only Dude, one star. Dude, it had three star. stars when I saw it last time. I saw it last night and it had one star. 
it dropped. Now, it's possible people are just jumping on the bandwagon because they don't like Amy Schumer. It's possible that ever since she took more of a prominent stance in feminism that the people were criticizing her. But all in all, I watched it. I probably saw like the first 15, 20 minutes of it. And I just I couldn't bear it. It, it really is bad. Um, it doesn't matter what your view of Amy Schumer is. If, if, it's, if it was your first time watching it or if it was your millionth time uh, watching her, it was just bad. Um, like the jokes right from the jump were were like corny as shit. Like it was her doing like weird sound effects and oh my god, look at me in this leather outfit. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Like it, it looked like a scene from the movie. Uh, happy, was it Happy People? Funny People. You know, where like Adam Sandler's watching like clips of him. Um, oh like doing God. like that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like it looked like a scene from a movie. It didn't look like an actual special. It looked like like she wrote those jokes for a scene that takes place in a comedy club in a movie. Like it's really not that funny. It's just like, you know, humorous enough that it couldn't make it into a movie. And um uh, I think I'm just tired of I think I'm kind of tired of Amy Schumer. I mean, well, I think what it is is just that I'm tired of everything having to mean something when it really is just like it's just entertainment. I think that's what it is because I haven't seen it. I put it in my queue. I put that in my queue. I also put the the guy from uh, Daily Daily Planet, the Comedy Central show. Daily News. I mean the. Daily Show. Daily Show. <laughs> I put that in my queue, too. I just haven't watched it. But um, I'm just sick and tired of everything having to mean something when it's just entertainment. Can I just watch something just to watch it? So this reminds me of just like, yo, just childhood, man. Like, And not the good part of childhood. I'm talking about the childhood that uh, when you had to, to do stuff with your family just because it's, we're family and we're doing stuff. We're like, yo. I either just do something that I just want to do myself. I'm an adult. Why can't I just watch something just to watch it? Why do I have to be told that, oh, this is bigger than what you think it is? Yeah. Sometimes things are just what it is. And I don't like the, I mean, Amy Schumer, I used to like her in the early 2000s. That was the first time I, I saw her. She had a stand-up that was on Comedy Central. And... I was like, oh, man, she's funny. Started following her then. Then she blew up. Had before. Then, um... I'm like, oh, she's doing great jobs. Oh, she came out with Trainwreck. Didn't watch it in the movie theaters, but I saw it. I'm like, yo, this shit is funny as hell. Now she um, she took the stand on feminism, and I was like, yo, good for her. But now everything that she does is like, oh, she got this feminist comedy, uh, this feminist co- comedian. I'm like, I thought she was just a comedian. Now she's a feminist comedian? So now I got to de- dive in deep into what she's saying rather than just laughing at a joke because it's a joke? I don't like it. Mm. But, I mean, if that's the way she's going to make her money or if that's the way that people like to put people in boxes and categories and stuff like that because that's the way the world works. But I think she, I think when she's all caught up in this whole thing, she should have just, you know, took some time. Take, like, I don't know how comedians do it. You know, maybe they just, I know they go around and they go to, like, comedy shows and they practice their stuff. I don't even think she did that. I think she just... Went out and just started telling jokes Even though they weren't even ready You don't have to come out with a special every year You don't have to be yeah, uh, it, it, The jokes sounded really bad Like just Yeah you don't have to be Kevin Hart You don't gotta come out with a special mm-hmm. every year I mean um, what's that other dude um, oh, Louis C.K. I don't even think he comes out with a special every year Like every two years Which is pretty damn good And yo every two years is good for him That's his uh, well, That's his rhythm and every special that he has is like, yo, this is good. May not be the greatest, but it's like, it's good. It's good. Zach, not Zach Galifianakis. What's the other dude who always talks about himself being pale? Oh. Ugh. His show is good. He has a TV show, and that show is pretty good. He's the one that yes. always does this Yes, that guy. That guy. Ugh. You don't I'm like him? I'm a big fan of him now. He's, he's, uh, a, he's, a, he's a PG comic. Like is it like Gaffin? Jim Gaff? Jim Gaffigan. 
Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. His stand-ups are are pretty good. It's like it's good if you watch if you if you clean up the house and just to have <laughs> on. Cause like what? What he just say? You know you wanted that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Excellent observation, <laughs> kind of thing. But you know, I just felt that she maybe she just got caught up in it. Yeah, I seriously believe that she just got caught up in it, and now maybe she's just trying to ride this wave. But really, maybe this ain't your wave. You should just be a comedian. You're a comedian first. Right, that's how you. That's where you. That's how you got to where you were. Mm-hmm. You're comedian first. You, you. I mean, you're a feminist because you, you know you're a feminist, but you're a comedian first, and that's your job. That's your forte. You're good at it. Oh, I just I don't like things having to always mean something. That's because right. you know why I feel that way. Because I'm always every time I'm saying something to like a group of people. Who automatically already disagree with me? They always like, what do you, what do you mean when you said that? Just like that freaking post, <laughs> that post about that, uh, what you call it, uh, catcalling. It was all every time I said something, it was all, what do you mean when you said this? What do you mean? Because everybody always think that you meant something that somebody else who they had a conversation with meant, or they got out of that. I'm always, I'm always. In a situation that I'm, I'm constantly picking up slack for somebody else, kind of thing. It's it, this. I mean, this is gonna go beyond uh, movies, but it's just like, um, have you ever? I mean, this this happens constantly in South Florida. Have the argument of football versus football, like soccer versus football. What do you mean? What type of argument? Like uh, if I'm if I'm watching like a soccer game or something like that, I'm like, oh crap, oh like, oh shoot, that's what's up. You watch a, uh, you watch a soccer. So oh no, you talking about football? I know that you know you guys in America like to call it soccer, but it's football, and I don't even know why you call it football when uh, you guys don't even play with your foot. I'm like, well, I mean, I don't care, man. I, but it's like that's an argument right there. Now we're gonna have an argument between. Football versus football or football or whatever they call it, right? And I'm like, okay, here we go. It's like you're picking up on an argument that you've already had with previous people who are willing to have that argument. When I'm like, yo, I just got here. I just walked in the door and you're already arguing with me. So you already have your little comebacks to comments that they've already said that you didn't have your comebacks before. But now it's like I don't have anything because to me it's like, what are, what are we doing? I just wanted to have a drink and watch the soccer match. But now um, I'm getting attacked because I called it by the wrong name. And now we're comparing different sports. There's not even a foot. There's not even an American football game on right now. And we're talking about different sports. You just want to win this argument just to win it. And that's why I felt that I just I'm always in that type of situation. And that's the whole thing about uh, everything that's been going on. With everybody talking about Iron Fist saying that it's trash. It's like, it's just a show about a comic book character. If you if you take it down to its fundamental, to the fundamental of what it is, the elements of what it is, the square root of what it is, it's a, it's a show on Netflix about a comic book. I, I feel like that's what's happening with the uh, early show. reviews of the Power Rangers. It's already like people are already bashing it, the critics. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> they're like, oh, you know, it's such a cheesy movie or whatever. It's like, yeah, it's Power Rangers. That's exactly what it's supposed to be. It's a group of teenagers in colored outfits fighting giant aliens. Like, what what Shakespearean thing were you expecting? Like, that's exactly what it is. All right. Uh, next up, we have the Death Note trailer. Mm-hmm. It was just released, what, today? Today. And what's the, what's Death Note? <laughs> so I'm going to vaguely touch on what's Death Note because um, I really don't know that much about it. But from what I know, I'm going to tell you the premise. It's a little synopsis, a little soliloquy. <laughs> Death Note is about a guy, a little uh, kid. I think his name is Agent or something. I'm I'm probably lying. Agent. Agent. Don't do that to me. <laughs> he found a notebook that um any name that he puts in that notebook will will die. Whenever whatever time he sets. 
So he just started killing people that he doesn't like or people who are getting close to him, finding out his secret kind of thing. And also he has this demon that follows him around who's going to be played by William Dafoe, voiced by William Dafoe. That's why I really want to watch it because William Dafoe has a voice of a demon or a devil. Remember that trailer that he came out, that uh, commercial, that car commercial? Yeah. That he came out with, that he was a devil? Okay. My whole, yo, ever since that commercial came out, I've been saying, why hasn't this guy played the devil before? But is this going to be an animated movie or live action? Okay, there we go. The the stars in this movie, uh, in this TV show or movie are looking promising because uh, they got... Um, oh, so wait, they have a white guy playing an Asian character? A white guy playing an Asian character. They got a black guy playing an Asian character because everybody in the, in the anime is supposed to be Asian. They got a, a white, they got a black guy playing an uh, Asian character. He's supposed to be playing like, uh, I forgot the guy's name. But he's supposed to be playing like this cool guy. You know, he's like, I mean, he got some type of Down syndrome because I guess his problem is like he had Asperger's. He doesn't know how to talk to people kind of thing. But he's smart, though. He's smart. Like, <laughs> he's smart. Like, uh, he knows he's a detective kind of thing. And he's always, he's reclusive. Like, he's always to himself. Like, the way he sits, his body language shows that, you know, it's, it's, it's not approachable kind of thing. And he's being played by... The guy from uh, ATL, the dude who had the the poster of a dog and shooting at it, mm-hmm. he's being played by that guy, and just based off his ATL character and the character that he played in uh, Get Out, he I know he can do it. I know he can play that character well. But, but is this this is a this is a what you call it? This is Netflix whitewashing. Because you can actually say that this is Netflix is uh, doing right here because this has been funded and is produced by Netflix. It's a Netflix original, original. It's not from Marvel distributed by Netflix. This is Netflix, yo, let's do this. This is Netflix trying to you know, make back their money that I think it was like $500 million that they invested into their uh, original content last year. This is them trying to make that make back their money which i don't know how they're going to do that maybe advertisement but okay whatever but um i'm looking forward to it i was never really a fan like a big fan of death note i knew about it because you know it was like i seen a couple of episodes i have friends who talked about it and stuff like that and i'm like oh yeah yeah i know about death note you know just to push the conversation (laughs) along you know kind of thing i'm like yeah i know about it (laughs) because if if you if you have friends who are like into something and you say that you've never watched it or have never done it, they're either gonna do these two things. They're either gonna do the oh I can't believe it. I can't believe that you watched this. Yeah, you haven't watched this, man. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the DVDs. I'm gonna do this kind of stuff. They're gonna tell you to they're gonna give you something to study when you get home or something, or either they're gonna say let's stop whatever we're doing right now and I'm gonna explain the plot of everything. Oh, and another Which, thing. Either way, it's still bad. Yeah, it's still, like, or another thing. Let's stop everything that we're doing, and we're going to watch everything oh right now. We're going to watch everything right now, which is like, all right, let's do it. Which is bad for the person who you want to get into it because you, you're talking it up. Mm-hmm. You're talking it up. So already, you already got negatives. You never talk up anything. We talk about this on the other podcast. Uh, what's that move? The Heat. You remember the movie The Heat that had uh, Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy? Mm-hmm. Women talked that movie up. You try to, what you call it, uh, Dr. X. <laughs> he said that his uh, his ex wanted wanted to, what you call it, to go to the movie theaters to go watch it. He said the whole drive over there, she said that, babe, you're going to love this movie. It's going to be the funniest movie that you've ever seen. Women like to talk stuff up. But does she have? Does she had already seen it? No, she hasn't seen it. She's talking about a movie that yes. she hasn't seen. Oh my yes. god, that's even worse. That's worse. She she said that this is gonna be the funniest movie that you've ever seen in your life. Yo, off rip. If you're saying that this is gonna be the funniest movie, from experience, I already know that you don't know any better. <laughs> like off rip, like you, you you don't know any better because the fact that you're doing that. That means that I'm not going to watch the movie because I'm already like, okay, 
Because you don't know what I've seen. You don't know what I've seen. I probably told you a little bit what I've seen, but you don't know what I've seen, what is funny. And to say that this is going to be the funniest move I've ever seen in my life, please. <laughs> please. Don't. Don't do that. Don't do that kind of stuff. That's why when you talk to somebody trying to get them into a movie or something, just say, hey, you know, just, you know, take a look at it. You know what I mean? There's some funny scenes in it. Yo, keep it as neutral as possible. Don't be too negative because you might just draw them away from it. Don't be too positive because you might draw them into it, but they're not going to be way into it like you Yeah, are. no, you're just setting the bar so high for them that they're not going to reach it. They're not. They're not. And then you're just, you're never going to understand why they didn't get it. And, and then they're never going to trust you again. They're never going to trust you again. You just got to be as neutral as possible. Say, hey, go, just give it a watch. Just give it a watch. I said, you know, maybe you could do what we do, that whole thing about would you watch it on on demand? If it's on Netflix, would you watch it? Say yes. Would you watch it in movie theaters? If somebody says yes, I'm willing to watch it in movie theaters, I say, okay. I might give it a watch. If you're willing to watch it in movie theater, meaning that you're willing to pay the $15, willing to, yo, take the odds of you might have somebody crazy in the movie theater who is talking or who's laughing and stuff like that, willing to take all those odds and you willing to watch that movie through all that, I might just watch it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know what? If you want to watch movie theaters, a uh, movie in the movie theaters, yeah, okay. I'll give it a watch. Even if I don't like it, I'll still be like, yeah, yeah, uh, I'll recommend it to somebody. Because already, because you already gave it that neutral, you already gave it that neutral level. So if something funny happens, I give it like five points. Yeah, I give. I bump it up to five points. I, I think I notice like when I talk about a movie, I always say, "Oh, I loved it." Mm-hmm. I will never say like, "Oh, the movie was great," because not everyone shares my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I will say, "Oh, I liked it," mm-hmm. or "I didn't like it." That doesn't mean that the movie's bad. Yeah, I just didn't like it. Maybe I didn't understand it. Maybe there's a context there that I I'm not aware of. But all in all, Iron Fist just, he, he punches really hard. Okay. He's a human weapon. <laughs> I still haven't seen it yet. Now, after hearing your rant about it, I definitely want to see it now. Um, let's see if it's... Uh, just watch the first episode. First episode sets the tone. Well, I mean, not like, um, what's the name of that? Uh, House of Cards. People, I haven't watched House of Cards yet, but from what people tell me, they say that you got to watch it three episodes in until you finally get into it. Oh, yeah. They said True the Detective thing. was the same way. True Detective, the first episode was very slow, but after the second one, man, it goes full speed. Season one, oh, so good. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, you see? I loved it. That's another thing people got to start doing. Tell me when is a good, like, what's the cutoff that I should stop? Like, if you're not into it by this point, just back out. What's great about season one of True Detective, it's only, like, six episodes. So, it's good. Like, it gets a lot done in those six episodes. But, yo, but to watch it two se- two episodes in, you might as well finish it. If it's only six episodes. Yeah, I saw, only- it, I saw it all in one night. Mm-hmm. I saw it all in one night, and... But I noticed, like, the... Like, the first episode caught my attention. I was just like, oh, okay, I kind of want to see where this goes. But it wasn't like I had me at the edge of my seat. After the second episode, yes, I was at the edge of my seat. I was freaking out every episode. Um, all right. So, <clears throat> so ladies and gentlemen, this is actually going to be a shorter episode. Uh, we have tickets, advanced screening tickets to go see Life, which by the time this episode airs. Oh, no. Yeah. The, the movie comes out Friday. This episode will air Thursday. So it'll still be before the movie comes out. Uh, so we're going to actually go ahead out and check it out. Pat, anything you're expecting from the movie? Um, uh, you know what? To be honest, I'm going in blank. I really don't know what to expect, expect from this movie. I mean, Ryan Gosling is in. Ryan Reynolds is in the movie. Ryan, uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is in the movie. Who else is in the movie? Uh, I honestly don't. For, I don't remember his name. He's a Japanese actor. He was in the Last Samurai. Yeah, he's in it, and I forgot who else. I don't. Know. I, I really don't know anything about this movie. I haven't done any research no at research all. Research is done. <laughs> I have not seen any of like the reviews. Mm-hmm. We just got passes, and I'm, we're like, I'm yeah, let's go in. watch it because that's one movie that 
we don't have to pay for this week to exactly. watch. So as far as I know, it's like, yeah, that's one movie you don't got to pay for to watch it. Even though the area that we got to go to to go watch it, yeah, is rough. I'm, gonna talk, I'm, I'm talking about the the traffic, the environment. Not really the people. Yeah, the people too, because the people are the reason why the traffic is happening. So this movie is neutral, but it's already ha- it already has negative five points just based <laughs> off of based off of where we need to go. Yeah, just what we need. The to last go. time we went to this movie theater for an advanced screening was uh, for Silent Hill Two. Yeah, well, and not only was the movie bad, but we got but we knew it was going to be bad though. We knew it was going to be bad, <laughs> but like. Did we get lost on their way? Yeah. Or no, we or we accidentally went to the wrong theater. The GPS told me to go to this movie theater. Like, it was just already, like... And mind you, the address that it gave me was an industrial area. And then I think we ended up sitting, like, all the way in the front. Yeah. It was just a bad experience Negatives. on top of a bad movie. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, this movie is great and softens the blow yeah, of what right we're going to have to go through. Yeah, it's working on a not a curve. Uh, what's the, what's the opposite of a curve? Because I know if curve you grade, that means that you got a chance. What's the opposite of a curve? A straight. Yeah. <laughs> this thing is working on a straight, and right now it's got negative five points. It got his name wrong. Sp- misspelled his name on this test. That's <laughs> you, you. I forgot if you if you spell your name right on a on a test when I was in high school. It said just by spelling your name right, you automatically get two hundred points. And I'm like, oh, okay. What test was that? I don't know, man. TJ used to say that shit. It's it's basically like them saying like, by uh, just by sitting down, you already have a hundred percent. You already had a hundred percent. Oh, okay. Got it. It's you who are what you call it. You're the one who's fucking up. Got it. It's like it's a way of making you feel like I'm already I'm already uh I already got the job. It's me when I'm over my mouth. That's the <laughs> one who causes. I got the job <laughs> until I. Do something stupid, yeah. which is gonna happen right when I start thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it is. But um, oh, I mean, actually, this is yeah, we got a good solid yeah, forty five minutes with the intro and outro. This is probably gonna be like uh, we're gonna be in the fifties. So uh, I've been Pat, and this was Kev, and I hope everybody have a great day, and um, lighten up, lighten up, world. I know everything is grim. Everything is heavy out there. I mean, I just heard about the attack on Parliament. I haven't heard that little news from it. An actual attack on Parliament. I'm not talking about uh, Viva Vendetta. But there's an actual attack on Parliament that's been going on. haven't heard any news from it. But um, you know, just, just, just know that there's a lot of things that's more heavier than you. All right? And enjoy the... On it, on it, some try to do this. Yes, y'all into the camp below. On it, on it, some try to do this. Yes, y'all into the camp below. I get Crystal Carrington, Ice Rock, Gritty, Carlito, and Fluency Flashes, Acapulco, Homicide, Sing, Second to Catch It. Yes, what an episode, everybody. I hope everybody enjoyed it. The song that you are listening to is Camp Low. It's Luchi, right? It's uh, Uptown Saturday Night. Yep. God no, that's damn. that. I'm sorry. Uptown Saturday Night is the, the name of the, of the album. album. Okay. The name of the song is Crystal Carrington. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I messed up in the middle of the episode and called it Lucia. But uh, I know there's a song called Lucia. But this song right here, this is, the, this is a song that starts off the whole album. And that sets the tone for uh, Iron Fist. No, actually. Actually, it doesn't set no tone. Because they only play two hip-hop songs in that whole series. Uh, that whole uh, season. I hope they do a lot better yeah. in season two. I think they are. They're going to take some of this criticism and um, how much you want to bet that they're going to have another Iron Fist. So it's going to be two Iron Fists. I think I said that right. Fists, right? The two fists. 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 They're gonna, I guarantee it's going to be an Asian. Oh, one's going to have a mega punch. The other one's going to have a mega kick. Yeah. He's gonna do with his feet. Or it would be cool if they did like uh, a Matrix Revolutions, like when they were when they went to go punch each other at the same time. Oh yeah, they just kind of boom, <laughs> like blew each other away. The effects for the IFS were pretty cool. I have to admit, like uh, the whole glowing hand thing was pretty cool. I, I was wondering how they did it, but 
Yeah, just probably just CGI or something. I want to see him in the costume. You want to see him with the? If he never puts on that costume, but his costume is just like a mask with a silk shirt. I want to see how they're gonna pull that off because the costume, if you think about it, if you just think of the thought of what that costume looks like, it's corny. So I want to see because. They did it uh, in uh, Doctor Cage. Strange. Uh-huh. I thought that, like, I was wondering when they were making that movie, like, how are they going to pull off that costume, man? Because that shit is corny as hell. Like, he looks like a wizard, and he's walking around in modern day in this wizard outfit. But then when I saw the movie, I was like, it plays oh, off. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, it plays it's off. not bad. It plays off. But they did it. They, they usually do it in, uh, in this Marvel universe because Luke Cage did it. He put on, uh, he found somebody's clothes that was hanging off a clothesline. And he was dressed like the Luke Cage in the comic books for like, I would say like a, a quick minute, and then he took off the what you call it? Like he had the little uh, the the crown. He had the the blue jeans and the yellow shirt. But I mean, for the most part, if you take off uh, Iron Fist's um, mask, he looks like he, he looks like, like Justin a, Timberlake when he was in Insync you know, with those yellow curls, those blonde curls. He looks like. He looked like the guy who could dance real well at a Spanish uh, uh, party. He got the little shirt, like the machismo, who has the... He doesn't button up the the top four. It's the bottom one. Chest out. And he's over here dancing to a merengue. (laughs) With all the ladies. Just got the ladies lining up. And it's like, this guy, man, he needs needs to teach classes. And he probably does. But they're probably like $100. (laughs) So that's how he recruits new students. That's how he recruits. He shows up at the nightclubs. Shows off at the nightclubs, at the nightclubs, owning the goddamn stage. Que rico! <laughs> oh my gosh, man! But um, uh, what else is there? I think that's pretty much it. Cause we still have to go watch this movie, and we're getting really close to uh. The traffic. Oh, and on top of that, we gotta go to shower. Print out the tickets too. Yeah, print out the tickets. Yeah. So, uh, everybody, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. We shall catch y'all next week. Enjoy this song. I hope you enjoyed the episode and enjoy your day. Navigate the underworld, blaming up metropolis. How you rock to this? Said the 85 and dig my speed. Turning towards Kalua. Lua sitting the man through, and I should play my shadow. Elliot and ego. We can take her to the Luga. Shiba make them unfold. Tell my skin, my smile gold. Meditate on this one. Take a freezing with the flame. I put the blame on top job. Generating low lives. Easy sway, say la vie. Shook it off. Now start to say one bull.